0: the bomber brothers podcast with ryan and sean chichester swung on and driven to deep left toward the line she is gone aaron judge lined one right down the line swung on and line to right center field it is a hit, yeah. grounding third scoring kind of a left high. and the yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth hit in the air to left center it is high it is far it is gone it's a grand slam oh a Stantonian home
1: run. talking all things Yankees baseball well I think it's also about you know who who shoulders more of the blame because you know I, I agree with the frustration about Boone but he also you, you also can't put this on Boone and then say that 2019 wasn't had didn't have anything to do with how Boone managed the roster and got that team to 103 wins like that's that's still impressive. He's obviously capable. And then you have a season like this year where, you know, Boone is trying to win games and keep up a historic pace when his left side of the infield can't hit and he's not given any alternatives to try to field a better roster. And he has a center fielder, well, who sometimes plays center field, but Hicks in Hicks who has been terrible all season, who is got four years left on, on a contract from a, a cashman, a cashman move. So it's really, you know, who, who deserves more of the blame here? I think they obviously both deserve um, a fair, a fair amount of blame. And, but I think it's also important to remember that, you know, for as frustrated as we are with, with Boone, this is, this is who the Yankees are are riding with, at least for the, for the rest of this season, There is no Lou Lamorello like move coming where they suddenly make a a change at the top, despite having one of the best records in baseball. Like that's not, that's not going to be happening here. The Yankees never do that in the first place anymore. Make any kind of in season change, let alone when they have, when they're tied for the best record in the American league. So I think it's, I think the Yankees just need to try to figure out like what, this is who we have. This is who we're rolling with. So what what can change? And the options are kind of limited. The trade deadline's come and gone. You can call up Peraza, but I think the Yankees are making it pretty clearly known that they don't think he's ready either. That or they're just waiting for the nineteenth when they can call him up and uh, do a little service time manipulating. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe that's maybe that's in the cards. We'll find out in what seven or eight days. So
0: that, we, that's we, all. This organization has become about has has become. It's it's just. Cut, cutting corners and, and being competitive enough to get us interested in talking about the playoffs, but not actually having put together a team with the intention of being the best team in baseball. And I yeah. understand they were the best team in baseball for a long time this season, but we've talked about they have some really some players that really have high highs and and low lows. And then they have a bunch of question marks. And I think, look, I think, I think they, they split the blame. Boone is not, does not have the best roster right now, but he is also actively working against it in some of his decisions. So the games that this flawed roster have chances to win, he's torpedoing. And then at the same time, Cashman has put this puppet brainless Boone in the dugout and this terrible roster together. So I think they're both to blame. Yeah, no, I, I, I think there's
1: definitely blame to go around on both sides. I think the Abreu decision is a terrible one, that a nonsensical one, and I also think that Boone has put him, put the Yankees in positions to win games and goes to a winning formula, and then you have a, you know, a moment like Clay Holmes suddenly giving up a go-ahead hit to Paul DeYoung and his sub 600 OPS. Like sometimes you do make the right move, and it just doesn't work out. And that was one of those instances. And yesterday was one of those instances where it seemed like it was a bad move from the start. And then you, you see a give up a home run and you're as infuriated as you are unsurprised. Um, but you, you talked, you talked about the, uh, you know, some of the kind of cute moves that Cashman and the Yankees try to make. And then the trade for IKF and Donaldson. And it, it's, it's, it's an interesting question, but do you feel like that the Yankees historic start to the season was almost bad for the team? Because, you know, given how the Yankees, you know, go about their business, especially publicly when, when, um, when behind a microphone, you know, now they can kind of almost hide behind that. Well, we've seen what this team can do. So we just need to keep, keep battling. And eventually, you know, that version of the team will, will show itself again. Because this does not seem like the time, the type of um, I don't know, the type of overlords that would say, you know, like this was a little bit of a flash in the pan. Maybe we were getting a little fortunate with some of the performances from some of these guys that may not be as consistent, big league producers than we thought they might be, and we might, and we need to make a change. So, what, you know, was this a little bit of a detriment to to the uh, to the season?
0: I, I think it was a detriment to the organization because the the organization has shown if they have these flashes, 2018, like we said, the great May, the whole season we talked about, oh, we know what we're capable of. 2020, same thing with the hot start. 2021, they come out of the season, oh, well, we saw what they could do, blah, 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 blah. We're going to run, you know, it's just, it, it's the same nonsense. It's, hey, we gave you a stretch where we looked like we could win a World Series. That's good enough. It's not that they haven't produced the full season. And it's the same thing now. Look, they're not as bad as they are right now. They're not, they're not going to lose five out of six every week. Right. But they're not as good as they were for the first two months either. And they can't keep going back on that and saying that that's the team that they have. Cause that's not, that's, that's the team when they have when they're hot and when you're getting ridiculous starting pitching, which was just bound to wear down, I think, especially we talked about it you know over the summer and everything like that when the ball starts jumping off the bat when you get fatigue when you get guys that get in ruts the starting pitching looked good this series but now you're you're having issues with with the offense and you just you you can't expect it to sustain and again, we're going to be stuck in this mediocrity loop. And the Steinbrenners do not care because they got a bunch of people coming to the ballpark, tuned into you know the Yes Network was <laughs> this year. Bless you. Thanks. I missed um, the new button. That's what that happens. Don't worry about it. It was like um, the Yankee offense on Tuesday night. They were missing something, and it, it's it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it it's 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 a joke. They went they went from an organization where the goal and the and and the the actions reflected winning a championship now they go they say their goal is winning a championship but their actions reflect a team that just want to get you excited enough so they sell tickets get you to tune in get you to talk about the team and uh go into the playoffs as not the favorite and and that's that's what's going to happen this year they're going to make the playoffs but they're definitely not going to be the favorite in the American League they right now i mean uh, it's 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 not good yeah hey this they also have not really they also have not really made it a
1: point to hide that. I mean, we we had Bob Klappish on after he wrote Inside the Empire, where he basically laid out. I mean, that book was a Cashman-centric book, and he was like, "Hey, this is this is Cashman's mindset that he wants to get. He just wants to do what's necessary to put together a playoff team because he is convinced that the playoffs are a complete crapshoot, and it's just about getting there and and then hoping the you know hoping the chips fall in in your favor." So. So the Yankees do these, you know, seemingly marginal moves and hope to hit home runs on some of them, like a void or, you know, what have you. And then you have the periodic big move, the Stanton trade, the Cole contract. So they can fall back on anytime someone asks like, hey, when are you guys going to go all in or something, oh, well, we signed Garrett Cole, we signed John Carlos Stanton. Like, you know, just enough to have the ammunition to counter the kind of you know, arguments
0: or criticisms that we're here talking about right now. The the mid two thousand Yankees, the A Rod Sheffield Abreu Yankees,
1: Giambi also worked out perfect for this organization because they can say, "Well, they didn't win."
0: Exactly. It's it is the worst. It, it is the worst era of Yankee baseball in my lifetime because of what it allowed the organization to do for all of the years after. Is that. Oh, it doesn't work when we just acquire all of these stars. That team never winning a championship, which they were close. Oh three, oh four, they were oh six. They had they had a better team than than what the the outcome they they got. It you know they everybody went cold at the same time. That team has has harmed the organization for now. We're we're going on nearly twenty years because they didn't win a championship, and now the Steinbrenners fall back on that all the time. And it's, it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Well, if, if they are falling back on that, then they're also conveniently
1: ignoring how their last championship team was put together when they splurged for three of the biggest free agents on, on the market and then also added Nick Swisher. So they're also ignoring the fact that the last time they ever won a title was when they went all out and splurged. And then they'll say, oh, well, we tried that again in 2014 and spent a ton of money after we missed the playoffs. It's, yeah, well, you also made one of those moves that was universally agreed to have been a terrible signing in Jacoby Ellsbury, as soon as the signing was made. And one of those contracts was Tanaka who was worth every penny. They just didn't once again, didn't do uh didn't do enough around around the team. And I mean, it's, this is a, these are, these are concerning times as, as a Yankee fan. Obviously I get it. They're still, tied for the American league lead. I think there were still some, there there are still some positives to take away. Like you said, Tyone got back on track. Cole looks like himself. Cortez is still looking like he is a great number two option, potentially number three, if Severino comes back healthy for a playoff series. So there are reasons to be hopeful. And then on the other side of that, you have, I mean, we have this hyped crazed baby bombers era that could come to like a complete shut if judge doesn't come back after this season and they'll have, you know, two ALCS appearances to show for it. And, and that's it. Like this accelerated rebuild that Cashman and the Yankees were so celebrated for in in 2016, you think about the cornerstones of that, of those teams and those prospects, you had Gary Sanchez, Looked looked like a bona fide all star for his first two seasons. Completely fell off. You had Greg Bird couldn't stay healthy. You had um, Glaber Glaber Torres after he became part of that group when they with the Chapman trade has completely not completely, but he yeah, was after having two a,
0: years. He fell off.
1: Yeah, fell off badly after two years. Like all of these hyped Yankee prospects, Severino can't can't stay healthy. All of these hyped. Baby bombers. The only one that actually turned into what the Yankees hoped he would is Judge, and he could be on the verge of leaving too, without the Yankees having won anything. I mean, this is a this should be the time when the Yankees are as motivated to do whatever is possible to to get a World Series before you know the next window closes. And if Judge leaves, that would be the next window window closing. And you would think that they would do everything they can to have locked up that contract before the season started, but they did not. You know. Meanwhile, we're watching the Padres over on the West Coast get Juan Soto. And then A.J. Preller goes on the New York Post podcast and says, yeah, we were in on Otani, too, trying to get Otani. Like, damn, give us some of that
0: over, <laughs> over here. Can you imagine envying the San Diego Padres organization? <laughs> here we are. And you know what? You know what? You know what my hell is going to be? When the Mets win the World Series, boy, the they, sure look look like they, they sure look the like Mets they. sure look like look really good, man. I, and, and let me clarify: I don't root against the Mets. No, either. they're fun. I mean, the, but the Mets are going to win the World Series, and then, as an exclamation point, they're going to sign Judge, and then we're going to all be sitting here <laughs> as Yankee, and the, the the script will be completely flipped. and And that's that's my fear: is that you know somebody's going uh, one of these owners that actually cares. Uh, about something other than the organization's history, because or, that seems like the Steinbrenners, oh, we have an orchestration wedding, blah, 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 is going to go scoop Judge up, and the Yankees are going to be mediocre again, like very mediocre at that point. And uh, I just, I- I'm sick of it. And I want, look, part of being a Yankee fan is you pay a lot of money to go to the games. Part of being a Yankee fan is they, you talk, you know, the Yankee organization talks a big game. Well the organization needs to back that up with their moves and right now they're just content to be just like every other team just like any other organization that isn't going all in and is trying to balance their budget versus winning. The Yankees have enough money to do whatever they want and I am sick and tired of sitting here while they nickel and dime the nickel and dime the team outside of the couple of big fish that they've reeled in and 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 that that's it and yeah and the manager too they just have a freaking brainless puppet in in the dugout I want an adult in the room that that's that's what I want anyway
1: well I still think that that's a little a little severe considering what what
0: has Boone ever done to deserve <laughs> he won job? 103 Nothing. games I had as much managerial coaching experience as Aaron Boone did when he got hired yeah, but he I wouldn't let him coach major, my niece's
1: little league team. He also was in a major league dugout for 15 years.
0: Great. That's that's that. Everybody that's has he, to start. Oh, somewhere he was working through the game. Manager. Blah blah blah. Go go coach third base for a couple of years. Do something. They even Don Mattingly didn't go straight to being a manager. What experience did Dave Roberts have before he became the Dodgers manager? I don't know. I don't know anything about Dave Roberts other than he broke my heart. <laughs> But well, whatever, I think, I think, Dave Roberts. I think
1: also, in, I think it's important to focus on the fact that no matter how frustrated Yankee fans might be with Boone or how frustrated they might be with IKF, and I'm certainly one of them, like what what can the Yankees do to get better now? Because none of those moves are happening. There's there's no trades to be made. There's no there's no managerial changes to be made right now. I, I definitely think calling Boone brainless is, is a little. Is a little Rams. far. I mean, winning 103 games. Do you work for Cashman and, or something? Look, all I'm saying is in 2019, when the Yankees were on their way to a 100-plus win season and he was
0: having his savages in the box, rant, you were loving it. I Like I said, that's the only time he's good is when he's getting ejected. When he's on his way out of the game, that's when he's the best.
1: <laughs> the Yankees were also winning a ton of games at that time. I think that had, had something, something to do with it as well. Look, I'm not saying – I'm not I'm – not, defending bringing in albert abreu i think that was terrible i personally would also like to see a, a different face in, in the dugout just to see what kind of um what kind of change it might make for the team but i also realize that a that's not going to happen between now and the end of the season and i still think the yankees should be trying to win a world series and b i also think that the yankees have a lot of other problems outside of boone that are more glaring The fact like the fact that their entire left side of the infield and their center fielder, three of the most important positions on the field can hit. I think that's the, I think that's the bigger, the bigger concern.
0: I mean, I agree. There's bigger concerns, but it doesn't mean you just don't, don't you ignore the little ones. Like it's just fix everything. No, no, I'm not DFA Marwin. Bring up Haraza, shoot a Brayu into the sun and, and bring back Ronnie from the Jersey shore, Marinaccio, and get rid of Boone. Just do it. Who cares? Get get rid of him. Get an adult in the room. I'd rather have them bring back Joe Girardi. Oh, come on. Uh, he, he was hey, he was a much better manager than Boone. Much better. And you know what? Gary Sanchez didn't suck when, when uh when Joe Girardi was the manager.
1: Joe Girardi was managing when the Yankees had Chad Green, David Robertson, Tommy Kaney, Erollis Chapman, all completely. At the top of their games, did you see what he did with the Phillies bullpen? Could you imagine him trying to navigate this right now, too? I guarantee you it would be just as bad. There's
0: more talent in the, this Yankee Ross bullpen than there was in that Philly bullpen.
1: I still, I guarantee you that it would not be much different right now in, in terms of at least bullpen management. You maybe, maybe the fundies would be better, maybe the base uh, running well, mistakes would be so better.
0: That, that's two things that would that's two things. We I just said, I two said, three. I
1: said, maybe. I also don't know how good that would be for clubhouse chemistry if they brought. Well, I don't care. Candidate. These guys don't deserve
0: to be happy. I deserve to be happy. Not them. Mm, that makes
1: sense. I don't know how sensible that is, but I'd, I'd much rather the players be happy. And what does Don play Draper well. say? That's
0: what the money is for. <laughs> I pay you. You win. That's supposed to be the way it works. Well,
1: judge might argue that they're not paying.
0: That's, that's fair.
1: Oh, all right. Well, now we got Brett like Gardner <laughs>
0: back to be the manager. <laughs> I actually run, would love what that. If they brought him back as a player manager. I'd buy tickets for the rest tickets. of the season. I'd uh, go for that. If, if they did that, I'd be pumped.
1: Yeah, I'd, I, I'd get the
0: Gardner jersey on today. It's a little tight on me because I got it back in 2010.
1: <laughs> Maybe bring Cano back. No. <laughs>